Welcome to episode 17 of the Younger, Smarter, and Better podcast, teaching teens and adults important life skills and habits so they are better educated to deal with life and never have to say the phrase, I wish I knew that when I was an adult. I'm your host, Christian Alita, and today I'm joined with our special guest, Chris A. Cisneros. Hey, Christian. So, yeah, my name is Chris A. Cisneros. Thank you so much for actually inviting me on the show. It's a great pleasure to be on the show. Thank you so much. Awesome. I'm glad to hear. Glad to have you here on the show. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So, yeah, um, I'm 15 years old. Um, and two years ago, I started a company called GenX Media Group, uh, which, you know, I went around cold calling businesses and I, I gave them, I offered them social media marketing services. So, basically, social media advertising, Facebook ads, Google ads, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I started off from there and then it grew into a media business. So basically doing video commercials and making content, uh, content for companies. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was always a big follower of Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, and he, he, he's honestly one of my biggest mentors because you know, he, he's always, he's always talking about passion and just putting your head down and working and working. Um, and that's something that I, I've always strived to do because if you just put your head down for five years and work, especially when you're starting out young, you're going to get to places really quickly and it's, you're going to get really high in your life. And I, I definitely agree with what you said about being like really young and starting sooner because I think, I think in terms of when I, when I first started doing my entrepreneurial stuff back when I was I, pretty much the same age as you. I did uh, YouTube back in 2015. But what I was doing is my mindset was there is that there's all these people that are doing it that have been doing it for five to 10 years now. And from that point in time, I was like, well, if they if it don't if the only thing that it takes is practice and effort and continually working towards it, then if I start now, I get there sooner than they would have gotten. So exactly. Yeah. So my idea with this, I, the whole thing was the sooner you start and the more practice and the more work you put into it, the further along you'll be sooner. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Um, I think like the main message that I'm always, I'm always trying to put out into the universe um, is people need to start younger. Like right when you have that idea, right when you have that, that dream, do it immediately. Don't wait you know, when the time is right. I hate that. I hate that phrase because the time is going to be right when you want it to be right. The time is almost never right because you've always exactly. got, there's always something that pops up. It's either like, you know, you've got your grant, you go into your grandparents' house this weekend or you're doing an extra homework project. There's always something that will manage to sliver its way in and get in between you and your dream. And I think that's why you've got to just, you've got to start it and you've got to start it now. And one of the things that I think you got to be careful with when you're starting right away is that you can't try to be perfect because perfectionism yeah kills your creativity you've got to come up with a rough draft you got to make it as crappy you just got to do it it can't be perfect you just have to do it and start it off even if it's the worst thing you create you'll look back five years from now and say yeah maybe that was the worst thing but if i didn't do it i would not have seen ways to improve and to have gotten better a hundred percent agree with that assessment like it, it it's always about you know it's always about how can i eliminate these excuses right and how can i you know, um, I love this quote. I don't know who exactly said it, um, but it's find a way, not an excuse, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of people are like subconsciously, they're like, how do I get out of the situation, right? So that they make up an excuse, you know, they find a reason 
on how to leave instead of a reason on how to execute. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And one of the things I also wanted to talk to you about was when you were starting up your, you said you were 15 when you started or when were you when you started uh, going through your young entrepreneurship? So I honestly, if you really want to go back, I started out, um, I started YouTube first. That's the first mm -hmm. thing I did. And I started when I was around 11, um, actually. So I started okay. really, really young. Um, and then when I was 13, I started um, GenX Media Group, uh, my marketing company. And, and that kind of, you know, that blew up last year, 2018. And, and now, you know, I'm going through with it and I'm actually um, starting to hire employees. So it's really expanding um, at a rapid pace. Um, this year um, definitely is going to be a good year for me. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear. What are your goals per se for the year of 2019? Are you trying to double what you've done last year? Are you trying to get even bigger and higher? What are your, your goals, the points that you're trying to reach this year? So yeah, for 2019, I wanted to strive for my personal brand, right? So mm -hmm. make Chris Asisneros a household name for teenagers and young adults, right? Mm -hmm. Because I want people to be motivated um, and inspired and actually know that no matter what their age is, you know, it's possible. Um, so I, I'm, you know, I'm tired of, you know, teenagers being like, I want to do this when I grow up. And I'm just like, why don't you start now though? Mm -hmm. right? Because if you start now, you know, like you said earlier in the episode, if you start you know, today, then you're going to get there a lot sooner than, you know, the people you look up to right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that also when you, what you said, like when I grow up, I don't know how much like when I grow up is a phrase that you hear like adults still like everyone, adults ask you because they're trying to get ideas for like, oh, well, that's a good idea. Maybe I should do that. But one of the things that I like that I don't really like about that phrase when I grow up, it insinuates that eventually you're going to get to the point where you grow up and then you're going to do those things. It's just another excuse. It's just another way to put it off. So what really you should be doing is not what can I what do, what do I want to do when I grow up? It should be what do I want to do now? What do I want to start now? What do I want to get on top of what do I want to start working towards? A hundred percent agree. Um, like even if, even if you're starting out, you know, uh, just learning, right. Even if you're, if you're starting out is reading books, then start reading those books, start getting information on that topic. Mm -hmm. So when, you know, when you're done with your excuses, basically, mm -hmm. um, you can actually get to work effectively. Exactly. Now, when you're going through, you're um, going through what problems did you have? Were there any problems that you ran into when you were starting out? And yeah, hundred percent. Um, I ran into a lot of issues um, because you know a problem, honestly, that I'm tackling now um, is that there isn't enough creators um, in our space, right? Mm -hmm. In our in our age group. Um, so I didn't really know how to go uh, with these failures, right? Because I didn't know how to defeat the failures. I didn't know how to confront. Um, my fears almost, right? Because my biggest fear was like, what if a business owner doesn't trust me or doesn't mm -hmm. respect me? Um, and that was like my craziest fear. And, you know, Will Smith is like always big on fear, like how you can just confront them. Um, so I was like, screw that fear. I'm going to put it aside and I'm just going to confront, you know, I'm going to confront it and just go out and, and go to a meeting with a business owner. And it was probably one of the best experiences of my life because I was so nervous. Um, and, and the business owner was like, wow, you know, you're 13 and you're doing this. I'm so proud of you. I want to get started right away. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was expecting the opposite response. I was expecting, man, you're 13. What are you doing? So I was, I was actually like, like all that weight just got lifted off my shoulders. Um, and that's honestly the message I want to put out into the world, right? No matter what your age is, especially if you're young, people are impressed, not disappointed. Mm -hmm. 
I think that's definitely a good point because I feel like when you start off young and one of the things you were saying um, earlier was that like there's not enough creators in the young teen entrepreneurial like stage and I think that's kind of a blessing and a curse because it's a blessing in the sense that there's space for us and it's a curse in that you've got to you've got to really work hard to find people that you can relate with like I'm really glad that I was able to find you and so we were able to communicate and have you on the show so really thank you for being on the show it's lovely to have you here I'm really enjoying what we're talking about and another thing that I wanted to when you're going in and talking about like capturing and getting control of your fear I think when you're starting off because everyone's starting off assuming that like when you're a young teen entrepreneur and you're starting off young you don't really have enough information to kind of just like jump in there which is why I love what you said reading books is a great way to start off and one of the things that I found is when I started off on my journey I started off just by reading a whole bunch of books and it was books on anything I could really get my hands on that was um, entrepreneur wise like I read The Millionaire Next Door, Dave Ramsey's books. I read Dale Carnegie's books, really, really good books. And what I did is I was going through and doing research, trying to figure out what was one of the things and what was one of the things that connected like a lot of millionaires, a lot of self, self-proven self success stories. What are the thing that connected them all? And the one thing I found consistent throughout all the all the books that I've read, throughout everything that I've looked at, every biography I've read, is that they constantly tried to learn and improve. And I think that's a great thing to start off as a base zero is to learn and then improve on that and to start. I 100% agree with that. Um, and something I've actually learned recently, right, is you got to track your progress. Um, and this is something that I completely ignored, you know, up until December of 2018. You know, I was I was ignoring progress and I felt so discouraged. And actually, like a really big trend right now on YouTube is like YouTuber burnout, right? Because mm-hmm all these YouTubers are feeling burnt out because they're not getting the same results as maybe two years ago. Um, but when you look at their progress, they, they're making more money. They're making, you know, they're getting better results. Um, and that's, that's when I clicked. I'm just like, I feel the same way. I feel discouraged. I feel like I'm not making progress, but then you look back and you're like, there's a huge difference. So I think we, you know, we need to start tracking our personal development. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely something that most people don't talk about. Um, and I think it's a huge stepping stone to getting over anxiety and discouragement. Yes. And if you want to hear more about tracking, I did an entire episode on tracking that was two episodes ago, episode 15. You can find that on the Younger, Smarter, Better podcast. And so when we go into tracking, right, one of the things that it really might be discouraging, I think one of the things that the easiest way for people, like one of the things in my mind when I was starting out, I did YouTube when I first started out too. And one of the things that really discouraged me right off the bat is that there was zeros. I would put in hours for an ep- for to make out a video and there was zeros. Nobody's watching. I was getting my parents to watch just so that I could see a number pop up on the screen. And you know, it's really, you just got to kind of push through the zeros. And one of the great things, it's kind of, it's a blessing and a curse to have because you're working so hard to make content or to create and do business and all this other stuff when you're first starting out and when you're first starting tracking and you're not seeing any any sort of significant numbers like 10 would be a huge number when you're first starting out 10 views on a video huge number there's 10 random strangers on the internet that happen to just so accidentally press on your own video and that that's huge when you're first starting out, but you don't want to lose sight of that when you keep growing because you go through and maybe you start getting 30 views, maybe you start getting 100 views, maybe you start getting 1,000, and then maybe you're getting 100, 100 200,000. Like I had a video at one point get over 225,000 views, and at that point, 
I was able to appreciate that more because all the videos I was making before that were barely getting over 50 or barely getting over 100 views and it's really a huge difference. And I wouldn't have gotten to that one video if I did not keep making videos that got zero views. And honestly, I think it has a lot to do with um, expectations, right? Um, we live in a world where um, you know everything's super fast paced and we have really high expectations mm -hmm. for ourselves. But sometimes we just have to remove expectations um, and life is going to be a lot easier for us. Um, and I'm not saying to work less. I'm not saying anything like that. Right. That's, that's not what I'm calling. I'm implying that, you know, instead of expecting um, if I work X amount of hours, I'm going to get X amount of results. Instead of expecting a result, just expect progress. Right. Don't expect a specific amount of progress because that's where you start feeling discouraged, depressed and anxious. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely agree with that because when you start, when you lower your expectations or remove them completely, then you can focus on what really matters, which is just improving and just doing. And that's kind of what I, what I'm seeing here is that like when you first started out for me anyway, when I first started out YouTube, I was doing it just because I said one day I'm going to reach this goal. And I started setting expectations. I set out like in one year, I wanted to get 1000 subscribers or like I set out my goal for myself and then when I didn't see the results that's when I started getting more anxious and I started like trying to work harder and harder and harder and eventually I started like burning myself out because I was trying to push so hard that I was trying to make three videos a week when it took me like three to five hours a week to make a single video and so I was like overworking myself because I wasn't, I was expecting views when they weren't there. Really, it just kind of, it's an exponential growth. It starts off really low and it starts gaining really low. But once you start, keep going and you keep going, then it starts building up and it builds up faster and faster and faster. And that's what you got to like, while tracking, while you can look back and say, man, remember when I first started out and I got zero views on the video I spent 10 hours perfecting? Exactly. It, it, you know, and something else um, that recently I learned also is you got to learn to love the product, the, the process. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't love the process of like getting your camera out and starting recording, or if you don't love the process of going out and call and cold calling businesses or, you know, whatever your, your, your industry does. Um, if you don't love that process to get to, you know, X results, then you're also not going to appreciate the results. Mm -hmm. um, so, so I think once you actually are passionate about what you do, mm -hmm. then everything is going to flow extremely smoothly if you get that passion down into, you know, a hundred percent. Definitely having a passion for what you do. And really when you start off, what do you think for, I think both you and me both started off with YouTube. I think that's a great way to start because it's a platform that's kind of been established for quite a long time. You've got a lot of, um, audiences are widely available there it might be a little bit harder to start up but once you start up and once you there are certain things you can do repeatedly that will get you up to where everyone is at, at the playing field and everything and get to the starting grounds to like the little leagues practically of youtube there's ways that you can do and if you keep working to improve i think that you can do that youtube would be a great way what are other some great like platforms like either blogs or something that you would think that for starting out would be great definitely right now the um the only two platforms I would go like a hundred percent on, um, mm -hmm. is Instagram and podcasts. Mm -hmm. Um, Instagram right now is where YouTube was four years ago, right? It is where anybody can grow no matter what follower account you have at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so there's a lot of great ways to grow on Instagram that there isn't anymore on YouTube. Yeah. Um, 
And I think YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all these platforms, they still have their purposes. But right now, um, you know, the way their algorithms are built, they're not meant for organic growth. Mm -hmm. Um, However, with um, Instagram and somewhat podcast, you can still get that increase in, in, um, in followers and views organically. Yeah. And I think that you can still you can still do a little bit um, on YouTube, but it's just a lot harder than it is than it Definitely. was a little bit uh, not too long ago. What I would also suggest that you do is you you test out a few different when you're when you're first starting out and when you're first looking into the young entrepreneurial space. I definitely say practice with a little bit of everything. Try Instagram. Try yeah, Twitter. Yeah. Try Facebook. Try YouTube. Try podcast. Do, put your foot in the water of each of these different little pools and then once you find the one that's like just right temperature cozy on in slowly but surely just keep working and eventually you'll get to the point where you'll be master of your own little hot tub uh, yeah that's a pretty good analogy um and honestly you know once you get a system down um and i'm really good at systems you know because because i started out um in business um so so I think once you get a system down for your social media, it's going to be really smoothly. Mm-hmm. Um, so for example, uh, what you could do with the podcast is record the video and then also put that on YouTube and then get snippets of the video, put it on Instagram. And now, you know, from one piece of content, you just created it for three different platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you start building systems like that and, and it, it's going to, your life is going to be a lot easier and everything's going to run a lot smoother mm-hmm. because you created, you know, a piece of one hour content and now you have content for the entire month. Yeah, I think that's what you you have. We have to start uh, building systems in our social media marketing world. Definitely, I think repurposing content is a great way when you're first starting off. What I would say for when you're first starting off is just work on figuring out what works best for you, figuring out what you enjoy doing, what the process that you enjoy doing, and then work on ways to kind of multiply your efforts. Try to look on ways to improve your efforts, multiply them. And just start now, I think would be a great way to just say, start now, look for what you, what you enjoy and just start. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. I mean, I I feel like everybody feels like they judge themselves or they do, they they just judge themselves for these little small things when nobody cares, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, So just get out and do it. You know, nobody cares about the little hair that's, you know, uh, misaligned. Nobody cares about the little acne you have on your cheek. Just go out and do it. Leave the insecurities at home and just do it. It's honestly the best message you can put out into your head because once you get in your head, do it, do it, do it, mm-hmm. your life is going to be a lot easier because you're going to skip that little phase of should I do it, should I not do it? Skip that phase of doubt and you're going to get success probably in half the time. Yeah, and I think it's definitely when you're when you're first starting off as a young entrepreneur, there's a lot of like one, as we said, lower your expectations and remove them. Focus on progress and growth. And when you're first starting out, just look for another great way to to grow in this space is look for people that are like you, that are your same level. Look for friends and allies that you can come and that you can create content with and that you can join forces and look for friends that you can have help you. I've had a lot of my friends have helped me, especially with this podcast, with the YouTube channel. I've had a lot of my friends help come together and help me with either creating content or spreading content would be a great way is to get your friend circle involved. Yeah. Um, and, and I, and I think, you know, um, getting context in, in, in your industry is 
you know, and this is also another thing that I've added onto a, a list that I have to start doing. Um, so, you know, actually, and that's something else I wanted to talk about um, because I feel like a lot of people are scared to jump into YouTube and Instagram and all these things and start talking about um, how to do this, that, and the other. And I think, you know, we should remove that from our mind and start thinking about, let me show people my progress and let me show people my process. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's exactly what I'm doing on my YouTube channel right now. You know, I'm saying I need to start building contacts because once you have connections in, in your industry, then you can multiply your income because you have this mentor and then this mentor uh, connects you with this company and then you can sell them your product. And then it just keeps going like that. Um, so definitely 100% get contacts, go to networking events, um, go to any place that you can find people, even if it's not even in a physical place, even if it's mm-hmm. digital, do it. If you got to join a group, um, do it. Do whatever you can to get involved in your industry. Definitely, definitely. And I've been, it's been a lot of fun having you on the podcast. Is there anything you want to say before we wrap up this episode? So yeah, like I was saying, Instagram is the number one platform in my opinion right now to grow organically. Um, and that's why I made a workbook that is going to teach you step-by-step how you can grow your Instagram in a matter of hours. So definitely go check that out at chrisacesneros.com slash instagrowth. And it's going to exponentially grow your brand, your personal brand, or even your business. And you can find a link to that in the description and show notes of this episode and on the Instagram Um it's been great having you on this show. You can find me on Instagram at Christian underscore Adlido, or you can find the YSB page at YSB today. Chris, how can they find you? So if you guys want to find me on social media, it's my full name, Chris Asisneros on all platforms. So definitely thank you so much for actually inviting me on the show. It's been a great pleasure to speak into you and your audience. Awesome. It's been a lot of fun having you on the show. I'd like to thank you guys for listening to this episode in the description section below you can find the website that has our blog you can find the way to get access to the guest form so you can fill that out join the show we have the social media links as we just discussed and we have an email younger smarter better at gmail.com you can reach out to us if you have any questions or suggestions on ways to improve the podcast and if you would please leave a review it really makes a difference when it comes to making this podcast the reviews help us out so much and we love to see what you guys honestly think of the podcast Have a nice rest of your day, and as always, stay hungry for knowledge.